Riverside. Welcome to Garage Takes. Brant, we finally made it, man. We had some technical issues over the last hour or so, but we got this thing figured out, and I am excited to do this episode with you. We are diving in on, here on Garage Takes into all things NFL Draft. We are recording this on Thursday, April 20th, and the one week out from the draft. We're going to talk Lions, going to talk about just overall the, the top of the draft, what it looks like how it could impact the Lions, because um, it certainly will, and play out a couple of scenarios. Brand, I want to know your what your, your dream scenario for the Lions. What are you smacking the table about, excited that next day, Friday morning, when you wake up after the Lions pick at 6-18, and 18, or maybe they don't, maybe they make some moves. Um, but I want to know what your dream scenario looks like, and I want to know what your nightmare scenario looks like as well, um, where you are just going to be shaking your head and and unhappy so we will we will get into all of that but I've got to start by welcoming everybody to the podcast um, if you haven't done so already make sure that you like follow subscribe to garage takes leave us a five-star review positive comment goes a long long way thank you for those those of you who stuck with us here on season two this is our second to last episode of season two we will do one more and recap the NFL draft. Um, but we are certainly winding things down, but it doesn't, I mean, I don't know about you, Brant, this episode in particular, I'm excited to do. Yeah, Dave, we've been waiting for this one. Obviously both of us, huge NFL fans. So, uh, the NFL draft is a great time of year. Um, you know, we watch college football all year long and now we want to see where these guys stick and land. So we're, uh, I'm pretty pumped up. I am as well. So, Brant, let's let's not beat around the bush. Let's get right into this thing. So, top of the draft, you're seeing more and more and more odds come in that the Carolina Panthers, who traded up and Chicago traded out of that number one pick. Um, initially, it was reported that the Panthers were really high on um, C.J. Stroud. But it seems like what's coming clearly into focus here is that Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama, seems to be the heavy favorite right now. Just looking at Vegas odds, I mean, I think, Brant, the last I saw was like minus 1,200 or something like that, that Bryce Young is the pick. Do you see anything wavering there? Not at all, Dave. It was very clear, I think, from the beginning that they were sold on their guy, and they knew where to go get him, and they knew how to go get him, so they did, and... I think the most important thing is when you when you feel that way about somebody, just make sure you go get them. And I think after probably having some talks with Bryce Young and, and getting to know him a little bit, you just hear people raving about the way he reads defenses, about how intelligent he is when they talk to him about being a leader. I mean, those are number one pick qualities. And so I think the Carolina Panthers were smart to move on it. I get that it was they gave up their war chest basically. You know what I mean? It's gonna be and you have to to get the number one overall pick. 
if that's what you want and and that's the guy that you need to go get, I mean, I remember the Panthers must be year maybe it was last year or the year before they they drafted all defensive players. I remember that. There was like 14 or 15 guys. They went completely defensive. So, uh last year you saw their offense struggle obviously. Um but I mean, they can be uh, they can be in contention this year. You know how it's a one year flip, Dave. The NFL does it all the time, right? You get the you get the quarterback, and then all of a sudden you're right in the playoff picture. It seems that way to me, anyway. Um, and I think uh, I think Frank Reich's out there now, right? He's the he's the yes. Panthers. Okay, yeah, he's the Panthers head coach. So, and he's Offensive got his guy. guy. Yeah, he's gonna get his guy, I should say. And um, that that will be exciting to watch for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. I think Bryce Young is the pick here, and I don't even know if it's worth discussing anymore because all signs point towards uh, Bryce Young becoming a Carolina Panther. Brant, where the draft starts getting very interesting, and I think that there's a lot of smoke right now that it has been long assumed that at the top of the draft, 1-2 would go Bryce Young and then C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State or flip-flop C.J. Stroud and then Bryce Young, but it's been long believed that that's been kind of a done deal. The Texans need a quarterback. I mean, unless they are riding, riding with Davis Mills, um, or may, or they have another move sort of planned. I, I want to talk about a, a potential move for them, Brant, that just is interesting to me. Um, Brant, are you buying? Let's start there. Are you buying all of this smoke that C.J. Stroud may fall and that the Houston Texans might not want C.J. Stroud at two? And if they don't, you've heard for a while now that they're high on my guy, Will Anderson. Brant, are you buying this? So, Dave, the word fall is is relative, right? So if he falls, he's falling to four. Uh, right, right, right. So, he's not like falling uh, <laughs> drastically. He's not pulling the Aaron Rodgers and going from maybe one to twenty-two or whatever. No, no, but it is a big fall because it that changes the draft dramatically. It does, Dave, and, and it shakes a lot of things around. And what what is interesting? Okay, so first of all, I'm buying it. Like I think that Will Anderson is a generational type talent that um, he's going to change your franchise certainly. And if you're not sold on C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson is the guy to – he is the perfect backup plan if you are the Houston Texans. Now, selling your franchise on Davis Mills for another year? I don't know about that. That seems questionable at best. But maybe you look Teddy Bridgewater's way. You know, he's still floating out there. And I know we may get into him later about the Lions, Dave. But as it stands right now, I believe that Will Anderson, they might be looking at him either 50-50, maybe even 60-40, maybe leaning him. So I'm buying in completely that the Texans are not sold on C.J. Stroud. And actually, while we're talking about C.J. Stroud, I am interested in your thoughts on C.J. Stroud because I was a little higher on him than you were, I think, maybe midseason last year, maybe towards the end of the college football season last year where you were. You seemed totally out on him, and then obviously watched the college football playoff game. You came around a little bit, as did many fans, I think, of just football in general. So I am curious to see where you are on C.J. Stroud as if I'm the Texans, I'm probably leaning Will Anderson myself, Dave. Well, and I've turned around on Will Anderson. Yeah, you okay, know Will Anderson is my guy. I'm singing a different tune on Will Anderson these days, and it and it maybe has less to do with Will Anderson and maybe more to do with C.J. Stroud and the QB crop. I mean, I I think 
Will Anderson, Brand, if he if he was draft eligible last year, he would have been the number one overall pick, and it wouldn't have been close. Trayvon Walker doesn't go ahead of him. Aiden Hutchinson doesn't go in front of him. Thibodeau, you name it. Will Anderson was the number one overall pick last year. I strong I strongly feel, and people who have listened to the podcast know this. If you go back over the last year, Will Anderson is he is a generational talent. And he's a can't-miss prospect. And, and for me, Brant, he's the only can't-miss prospect in this NFL draft. The only one. He is the only one that doesn't come without question marks to me. Even Bryce Young, who I, I, I like Bryce Young a lot. I I take Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, too. Like It doesn't surprise me that's come into focus. Bryce Young's undersized. He's got that to overcome. He's got, I mean... He's, it's not like a done deal that Bryce Young is going to be a stud NFL quarterback. Um, probably going to be a quarterback in the NFL for a very long time. I, I'd like to think so. Seems like a good kid. Seems like a really smart kid. Um, but it's not like just a done deal. Like this guy's like a generational talent. Same with CJ Stroud. Same with, you know, you're seeing all the stuff about Jalen Carter come out. It just, Will Anderson is that guy. Um, but, but. How often are you picking number two in the draft? And if you're the Texans, I guess what you have to think about is if you go Will Anderson, and for me, like he he would be my pick. Um, I for the I Texans, think, not the Panthers, right? Yeah, yeah, for the okay. Texans, <laughs> for, for for the Texans. Um, I think what you have to consider here is: Are you going to be bad enough again? And it sounds like you probably will be. But are you going to be bad enough again to be picking in the top five, to get yourself a Caleb Williams, to get yourself a Drake May next year? You're kind of banking on that because it's it's hard to come by. I mean, you can pay a premium, right? You can do what the Panthers did. But it's hard, it's hard to to pass up on a on the most premium position in the league, which is quarterback, when you certainly have a need for that. All of that being said, I still go Will Anderson here. And, Brant, the name that I think is very intriguing that I just wanted to bring up to you is, have you seen the rumors about Trey Lance? Yeah, he's on the block, right? Like, the 49ers are openly shopping him. Well, the 49ers have taken calls for him. Everything I've read says they're not seeking out a trade. They're not calling teams, but they've had several teams call on him. Yeah. Brant, who's the new head coach of the Texans? D'Amico uh, Ryans. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans. So he was the defensive coordinator in San Francisco, You right? got it. Okay. Where Trey Lance Hail was strong. drafted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Um, and obviously he had broke his ankle or, you know, whatever unfortunately happened to him. Brock Purdy, you know, Brock Purdy obviously came in and did what he did, um, which was great. He's also coming off an injury. So it's not like the Niners don't need Trey Lance. I think they definitely do. Um but it's just interesting to me that what if you go and get a Will Anderson and what I have read, and I don't know this to be true, is the asking price for Trey Lance could be um, a second, a third round pick. I mean, the Texans have draft capital. Do you go and get yourself Will Anderson and go all in on Trey Lance? You have Davis Mills there already for Trey Lance coming off that injury. And you're picking at what? I think they, uh, number 12. Again, they have the number 12 overall pick. I mean, shoot, you can go get yourself a Jackson Smith Najigba. Like, you got a, you got a chance to make some serious moves here. Um, I, 
I'm buying this too. I, I really am. Um, I I wouldn't bet on it, but I am buying that uh, the Texans are very high on Will Anderson. And when I'm looking at their new head coach, a defensive-minded head coach, I, I, I think that uh, this is a very real possibility here. Um, so, yeah, I think we're on the same page with that. So, Brent, your, your prediction – <laughs> what the Texans we're, are going to yeah, do? Yeah, we're we're not doing a full mock draft, but your yeah, no, your prediction. I, I'll I'll say they're gonna they're gonna take uh, Will Anderson. I think I think that's just I think it's too much right now to pass up on it. And the Trey Lance thing, I think there is some validity to it, and I think there is a, a, a very good chance that the Texans go and try to make a trade on draft night to try to get their QB, um, whether it be Trey Lance or somebody else. But Dave, here's the interesting thing that I think as well is. If there's suitors for Trey Lance and you're not D'Amico Ryans or you haven't been in the San Francisco 49ers uh, practice facility or in the building, are you really going to rely on seven minutes of game tape? Like, what are we doing here? Like, that's just something to me that I find mind-blowing is that teams are literally signing up to trade for him as the biggest question mark. So I don't know what his trade value could even be, I don't even know if San Francisco knows what it could be. You know what I mean? You, people might be calling and offering a six-round pick, and people might be offering a third-round pick. You just—I don't I have a clue, but it can't be that high. No one's giving a second or a first for him. I couldn't imagine. But you know, I—I I don't know, Dave. But th- that's just where my mind goes. Is that I think Willie Anderson is off the board at two. All right, I—I I just went crazy on the Will Anderson train and I'm still going to say I think they take CJ Stroud. Okay, cool. I no, I, I yeah. yeah, I mean it's hard it's hard to sell your fan base on hey, we had the number 2 pick and we actually drafted a linebacker slash edge. So yeah. yes. <laughs> I could see why CJ Stroud would be very attractive there, but Dave, you didn't give me your thoughts on CJ Stroud. I I mean, I I think CJ Stroud is the most accurate passer in the draft. Um I don't think you can I don't think there's much of a conversation to be had with that. I mean, he's clearly talented. He's got the arm strength. Brant, the, the question with C.J. Stroud, or, or I'm gonna I'm taking off the Michigan half for a minute, right? Like, let me just evaluate it at face value, him as a quarterback. I think what makes Ohio State quarterbacks, and I know you, this is not me hating on Ohio State, okay? But this is what I believe the issue to be in, at Ohio State with quarterbacks. One of the issues is not just the system. It's also the fact that they have the best wide receivers in the country every year and run an offense that C.J. Stroud, um, I mean, gosh, even, t- I won't say Terrell Pryor, but, like, the, the list goes on. of Braxton Ohio's- Miller, uh, J.T. Right. Barrett, like, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. The, the list goes on. And I mean, like Justin Fields, talented quarterback, right? But my point is to evaluate those guys. It is hard when Ohio State wide receivers are 20 yards past the DBs and you're bombing 60-yard you know throws. And, yeah, it makes the quarterback look good. And C.J. Stroud's a very accurate quarterback. But that's not going to be the reality in the NFL. Now, he's an accurate quarterback, and that should transfer really well. But his ability to make pro reads and and do the right thing under you know under tough situations, I mean, I don't know. Um, I do question the intangibles of just 
being a dog and being a, a winner. Um, but, you know, he kind of answered a lot of those questions with the way he played against Georgia in the college football playoff. So, you know, I will I, say, I think he turned that tide a little bit, Dave. I, I do think once so many people are in your face saying, hey, you're kind of, you don't have it or you don't have moxie right. or whatever it might be. I think that probably pushed him to the edge of, I've got to show everyone I do. And he, he did in, uh, against that game in, against Georgia. That's for sure. Um, so I think he had so many questions about that that it just pushed him the other way so far. I, I'm very curious to see if he makes it past the Texans because I do kind of think that says a lot about C.J. Stroud where whether he does an interview well or he just they just don't feel like he's that guy. It's very, very um, interesting to me. And I, I'm, I'm going to ask you, Brant, in a sec, I'm going to ask you shortly about the Lions and C.J. Stroud. I am. Um because things will get very interesting at that point. Um, but before we before we move on here um, and start talking number three, because number three where the Cardinals pick is another critically important spot right at, right after the Texans. I do want to go back to Trey Lance for a second, Brant. If you're the Lions, and I'm just going to theoretically say that the asking price is a third round pick in a future fourth i'm just throwing that out there would you do it for trey lance if i'm the lions is that the question yeah, yeah if, if you're the lions no I, I don't think that's worth I don't, I don't think that's worth it i really don't uh i don't think there's enough <laughs> game film on the guy and i just talked about that unless you've been in the building I just I don't know how you answer those questions, Dave. I mean, it's not like you had a real chance to interview him or when he was drafted. I mean, that was, you know, three years ago. It's it's just I don't know, Dave. I wouldn't do it for a third and a fourth. I wouldn't do it for a single third. I feel like I wouldn't do it for maybe a fourth by itself or maybe a fifth by itself. But to bring a guy in the building that you have that you just don't know about. And when you have a chance in this draft to potentially make a move for a better quarterback or maybe a Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I don't know. I would stay away from him. And that's just the Trey Lance is just too many question marks. So I would do it. Um, the, the Lions have a clear, I mean, all Lions fans will agree. The Lions have a need at, at backup quarterback. The, it's been reported that they have a solid offer on the table for Teddy Bridgewater. Clearly, Ted, a, a guy like Teddy Bridgewater is going to wait till after the draft to see, you know, who drafts a, uh, you know, who drafts a quarterback, who doesn't, and that sort of a thing. I mean, it sounds like Teddy to Detroit is a very real possibility. You're going to be paying a pretty premium dollar for a backup like Teddy Bridgewater. I think Trey Lance is good enough with a high enough upside, even in the limited tape, to say, look, we're either going to pay Teddy Bridgewater or we're going to have to go into the draft and get somebody. Um, and, you know, however however you feel about some of these guys, even like a DTR type of a, a quarterback that may, you, you may be able to get, um, you know, in the later rounds, I, I feel like, the Niners, okay, Brant, the 49ers are a great organization, right? They just are. Um, the Niners went all in on Trey Lance to trade up and get him. I, clearly, it has not worked out the way he was hoping it would. The injury certainly did not help. I don't know if he's done enough. I mean, he was known as a project even when they took him. I don't know if he's done enough to be like, whoa, yeah, we're out on this kid. 
I just think it's been an unfortunate situation that, look, the Niners were high enough on when they brought him in during the draft process. I think the upside is there. At worst-case scenario, you get a backup quarterback for a couple of years who is mobile, who can hopefully make the the right play, and at least, like we said before, or in previous episodes, like cover a drive or cover a game or two. I just think if it's a need, and I would be all in on the Trey Lance thing. To, to, you are rolling the dice. You also have security in Jared Goff. At the, it's weird to say that, but you have security at the quarterback position. You can make a risky move like that. So we're different on that. That's fine. Um, but let's go to number three. Okay. So the cards. I feel like this is an important spot. The cards don't need a quarterback, right? So let's say CJ Stroud is still on the board. My question to you, Brant, is I'm going to guess that the Cardinals, I'm I'm going to guess they trade out of this pick. I, That's going to be their hope. That's going to be their hope if Will Anderson's gone. Yes. That's going to be their hope. And I, I think you're going to, that phone will be ringing for sure. And I, I think that you're going to see, you're, you're going to see several teams try to trade up to that spot to go get CJ Stroud. My question is, Brant, if you're the Lions, are you, are you, I don't know what it would take to get you from six to three, but are you in the camp of move up three spots and go get your future franchise quarterback in CJ Stroud? Look, if Brad Holmes says I'm going to get CJ Stroud and he's his guy, then I'm all in. Like, I know, Dave, we've had separate conversations about how much we trust Brad Holmes. Great. Go get your dude. I would do it, Dave. I'm a fan of it. Like, I think that is putting your chips in the table and saying, hey, here's our future. Jared Goff is going to lead us this year. But now we have our plan. Jared Goff, we're not going to resign you. We're going to – you're our quarterback this year, though. We're all in. Like, you're – we're going to try to win a Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, your future's not here. And I think that Jared Goff would probably be at some point okay with that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I would be all in on moving to three. And I think that they've the Cardinals in this position, you know who they could really use? <laughs> Oddly enough, Jalen Carter. Like, they could use a dude in the middle. They could use Tyree Wilson. Like, they could use um, name, name your edge rusher. Name your defensive corner. Like, they could use a lot of dudes, and I think they are going to be trying to scoop up as many picks as they can get. And Detroit's going to want – I guess I shouldn't say Detroit's going to want that quarterback, but I think Brad Holmes, if he really likes C.J. Stroud, then he's going to go get him. And they did bring him in, Dave. They sat him down. They had a conversation they did. with him. I know. That's why I asked. I had to bring it up. And they didn't bring in Bryce Young for obvious reasons. Like, he's going to be gone. They knew that that shot had sailed. Uh, I know they also talked to Anthony Richardson. So, it's just interesting things that's happening, Dave. And I really think that C.J. Stroud has a chance to be the future of the Lions. Woof. Yeah. You're not I, doing that, I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, I think I'm a little bit more willing to listen than you think I, I am. I... I I think Jared Goff is good enough to get it done. I am in that camp. I you think, love Jared Goff. They won't even no, no, get around. No, I do not. <laughs> Just stop. Stop. Knock it off. No. I I am 
it depends on who you ask, like what Lions fans you ask. Like some people believe that Jared Goff is good enough to get it done if you surround him with enough talent. Um, I am, I'm in that camp. I do think that he is good enough to get it done. I don't think he brings the offense to the next level. Like he's not a strength of the team necessarily. He, I say he's good enough to get it done. Like you said, Brant, if Brad Holmes has a high enough grade on C.J. Stroud and they sat down and they met with him and they like the kid, if the if the cost of moving up is packaging six and let's just say 48 in a future, like, I don't know, future second or a future, it's cost. If you're going to move up and go get a quarterback like that, it's going to cost. Like, it's going to hurt to watch some of these draft picks go. I would do it. If Brad Holmes has a high grade on him, can't be six and eighteen. What's what's that? Can't, no, can't be six and eighteen. No, can't no, be? I don't, okay. I don't, I don't give up eighteen as well. That's way okay. Too yeah, much. that's that's. I'm in the same camp as you. I'm not giving you two first round picks for C.J. Stroud, but um, you yeah. know, if, if if that was the scenario, Dave, if you told me it would cost me a first, obviously it would cost me six this year's second. Well, whatever, one of their seconds, and then yeah, future second. I'm probably in. All right, here's my next question for you. Let's say it goes Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, cards sitting at three. Do you, at that point, do you, do you make the call and go get Will Anderson? Again, back to the cost situation. You know, we're doing the cost analysis. Uh, but, yeah, I – I think I think you and I are in the same camp of nobody. We're not giving up eighteen for either one of these guys, no. unless you are. No, nope. but I, I'm out on that as well. However, I think I would go up and get Will Anderson too. Like me I, too. I, that that I, is my yeah. What what scenario would you rather have play out? Go up and get Will Anderson. Go up and get C.J. Stroud. I uh, oh, go up and get Will Anderson. He's my favorite okay. player in the draft, it, and he he immediately. Makes the Lions defense. Dude, Brant, having Will Anderson and Aiden Hutchinson is a dream scenario. Okay, let me kick you this then. Let, okay, you got to give him six. You got to give him next year's first round pick and a second Ooh, this year. No, 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 no. That's, that's way too much. Way too much. I, I would be Even willing, if you think they're, Dave, you said NFC Championship, so they could be picking 28th. Yeah, still that's still too much. <laughs> I Here's what I would do. I, I would do six. I would do your late second. I think it's 48. Um, so I'd go six, 48, and let's just say a third-round pick next year. Okay. Like, that, I, those are three pretty valuable picks right there. And yeah. I, uh, I, I would do it. And I know some, some Lions fans are listening to this being like, Dude, I would never do that in a million years. Hold yeah. your picks. You don't need to do that. You don't need to stretch. I understand that argument, too. Like, I can get down with it. It's just me personally. Will Anderson is that guy. He's your Micah Parsons. He's your Von Miller. He's that guy that is. You like Aiden Hutchinson? You're gonna like Will Anderson even more. Like, yeah, I, I, he well, he's more versatile for sure. He does all, many more things uh, yeah. and has just the same motor. Um, you know, so, Dave, this is in uh, a way quicker first step, by the way. But, yeah. um, Dave. <laughs> uh, so the phones are going to be ringing off the hook for the Cardinals, I think, if C.J. Stroud is at three and maybe not Will Anderson. So I think the price tag probably goes up if 
if C.J. Stroud is there at three instead of Will Anderson. I think you could probably Completely get Will agree. Anderson. Yeah, I think Will Anderson, you can get him at a cheaper price. And, um, I mean, he's still a franchise changer either way. And, okay, one more point on this before we move. If I have to hear anybody say, you don't take a quarterback this year because 24's crop's going to be so good. Just shut up. I'm not here for it. I don't want to hear about how great 24's class is going to be. It just It's one of my pet peeves. Oh, my God, this class sucks so bad. No, it doesn't suck. Like, you don't know what Anthony Richardson's going to be. We didn't know last year what Malik Willis was going to be. But, like, I just – I Well, we know now, and it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> we know now, but I, you know what I'm saying, Dave? Like, everyone is like, oh, my God, this is terrible. You need to wait. Like, no, don't wait. If you like C.J. Stroud and – we trust Brad Holmes, and he goes and gets him. I wouldn't be sour as a Lions fan. Like, don't sour on that. I agree. I agree. Um, I am not in the camp of Anthony Richardson at all. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, and I think Brad Holmes has proven he's going to do that. If he's got a high grade on a guy, he's going to be aggressive and go after and get him. See Jamison Williams last year. Like, he's not afraid to make moves like that. I would really, really keep your eye on what the Lions do when that third overall pick comes up. I'm very, very intrigued. Um, all right, so Brant, let's let's fast forward just a little bit. So, what? Who knows what happens uh, at three? But then you've got the Colts and the Seahawks at four and five, and the Lions picking at six. Six. Um, Seems very clear and obvious that the Colts are going to take a quarterback. Who knows? I assume that's like Anthony Richardson. I, maybe it's Will Levis. Um, but they need a quarterback, clearly. Um, the the Seahawks, I don't know. I don't know what they're, they're, they're going to do. I would assume that they end up taking Jalen Carter. Um, maybe not, though. Maybe they trade out of it. I'm not sure. Um, but Brant? That leads into, let's just say, the Lions stay put at number six overall, and they're walking up to that podium. The six overall pick in the NFL draft. Brant, who who are the Lions taking, or who would you take? Did you say that? Did you say that uh, Jalen Carter's gone? He's he's off the board. I mean, or, I, yeah. You're just I, saying it's open ended right now. Yeah, okay. it's open ended right now. Okay. Yeah. What do you I, want them to do at six? Let's just let's just do that. What do you want at six? I mean, give me the best edge person then at that point, and just give me Tyree Wilson then. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna have your edge, just go get me an edge player. Don't get me Jalen Carter. I don't want anything to do with him. I, I'm out on the Jalen Carter situation. I know, Dave, you're probably in on him. I don't care. I just, I don't, I don't want a nose tackle, a defensive tackle at six. I need a difference maker. And you can sell me all day long that uh, Jalen Carter would be a difference maker, whatever. I want a guy screaming off the edge. Okay. So you don't want a cornerback at six. You don't oh want. Well, is okay. that even a conversation? That's not even a conversation. I think it I'm sure some rare. people. I'm sure some people are talking about it, but uh, what are you a spending? Lot of people all- talking about. It. I don't know what you're doing, spending all this money in free agency then on corners. I know you let or you traded Jeff Okuda. Sure, fine, whatever. But I don't think that is a necessary need at six. Brent, do you know who the 
odds-on favorite is in Vegas right now for this be the sixth overall pick? I'm going to guess Devin Witherspoon, but I'm just you are that correct. Out there. And Brant, you know what it was at today, this morning? Where Devin Witherspoon was today? Minus one twenty to the Lions at six. I mean, he's a great he is a great player. Do not get me wrong. Don't get me look, twisted. I watched a lot of Devin Witherspoon throughout this year. He is a fantastic player. I don't want him at six. So, I guess the question becomes, though. Yeah, all right. Let me just get this. I, I'm with you in the sense that I, I think where we differ is if Jalen Carter is there at six, there's no way in the world I'm not taking him. Um, I If Tyree Wilson is, is there and Carter's off the board, I want Tyree Wilson. I think we're similar in that sense. I'm all I'm all in on Jalen Carter. I am um, based off of his his tape alone. I know people say he'll take plays off. You know what? He is a unless now I, I, this is a big unless unless the Lions met with him and are just like this dude is a, like this is not a guy that we want in our locker room and they have question marks like sure then don't don't draft him. That says a lot about Jalen Carter if he slips past six because uh, the Lions have a need right there. Um, he could wreak havoc on that D line. I know he's a nose tackle. Um, gosh, they, the Lions could not stop the run last year. I don't know if you remember that game against Carolina, but like I know They're that like was kind of an anomaly. Rushing. Yeah, it was it was awful. Um, they have a need there. If Jalen Carter's there, there's no way in the world that I'm passing up on him. Um, <clears throat> but just from value alone, I want I want the best. I want the best edge rusher, D lineman, you name it, at that pick. And it's probably, if it's not Jalen Carter, it's got to be Tyree Wilson. Um, I don't want a cornerback at six either, Brant. Like, I don't think we're too far off in that sense. But it is likely that, okay, it's likely, very likely, actually, that C.J. Stroud is off the board. Okay, let's just, I know that's like the, the fun thing to talk about. If, you know, if he's there, if you're in play for him, they don't make a trade for him. That's likely. And Will Anderson and Jalen Carter are off the board. It's a likely scenario. Um, so, Tyree Wilson or Devin Witherspoon? Uh, they're both Ed- great. I think they're both really good players. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're both really good players. Dave, <laughs> you you got to agree, though. You want to add depth and players to your defensive line over your defensive backfield? What? Do you Are think that's more asking? important? Yeah, I'm asking you. Do oh, you no. think it's more important to add a player to the, specifically for the Lions to your defensive line, or do you think it's more important that you add a top player to your defensive backfield? Um, I mean, I, I, I think. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna skirt around your question for a minute. I think the Lions have had such a good free agency, and Brad Holmes did such a good job at filling so many needs on this roster, flipping over that entire secondary, basically. Um, that they have some flexibility to take best player available. They do. I, and I I just believe strongly that they're going to take the guy who's on. I know this is like kind of a dumb take, but the guy who's highest on their board, regardless of position, I think they're going to take him. Maybe, some, maybe Vegas or somebody there knows that Brad Holmes is pretty high on Devin Witherspoon. Um, and I, I love Devin Witherspoon too. I, I, I do. Um, but getting a corner right there at, at six, 
you get more value out of a guy, you know, like a, a Tyree Wilson, just to get a big dude on the other side of, of Aiden Hutchinson. Um, he's coming off an injury too, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, so le- that leads me though to, well, I don't I, Let's not do dream scenarios yet. Let's wait till we get to, to 18. I, I'll tell you a, a scenario to keep your eye on Brant that is intriguing to me. The Tennessee Titans pick at number 11, and they need a quarterback because Ryan Tannehill experiment is is coming to an end here. Tennessee might want to move up from yeah. 11 to 6 and go, and I don't know how they feel about Will Levis or an Anthony Richardson. or like, I don't want either of those guys personally if they're there. Um, but one of those two will be gone to the Colts likely. But the Titans might want to. I mean, uh, you talk about a good scenario. The Titans might want to trade up. I am totally comfortable trading back from six to eleven. And go, you get Devin Witherspoon there. I, I, I'm, I'm great with with that pick. So, um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like there could be some movement there. But, but we'll see. I mean, it's so hard to predict, dude. We're just, we're, we're spitballing yeah. of what could happen. Let's go to let's go to eighteen though. We'll come back to six because I want to talk about some dream scenarios and your night your nightmare or your doomsday scenarios. Let's talk eighteen. Who who do you want? Well, let's not even go. What do we think they're going to do? We have no idea. Like it's a little easier to talk about up top. Um, but at eighteen, what would you like to see the Lions do? What do you see as one of their biggest needs from a roster standpoint to to pick there and get good value as well? You're going to find this kind of hilarious, but corner. So, so 18, uh, 18 there, I think corner would be a prime, prime spot to grab somebody. And here's my other thought. Why not defensive tackle there? If you go edge rusher, uh, with your six pick, um, you know, maybe one of the best isn't there, but, um, you know, there, there are plenty of guys in this draft that I, that I really like, um, in the linebacker position as well. And I could see us going linebacker at 18 as well. So Nolan Smith. Yeah. Nolan Smith. Great pick. And I don't know why so many people are so low on uh, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Like I love Jack Campbell. Like I think that's like Dave, that's a Dan Campbell pick right there. Yeah. We're huge Cowboys fans. So like we watched Leighton Vander Esch for years. We watched Sean Lee. Like he just fits that mold of a dude. Um, and it's just going to be tackling everything. I mean, Blake Corum did shake him into like the next world, but like that's not going to happen all the time to him. He's a good dude. Like he he can fill holes, he can fill gaps, and he's a brilliant dude. So I would love to see them maybe take a look at him, but maybe you can get him in the second round. So maybe don't force it at eighteen, but definitely linebacker is on my radar at eighteen. Yeah. What about tight end? Do you? Um, do you- do you go for a you know Michael Mayer or a, or a Darnell Washington? Um, I see. I think that you can grab a Darnell Washington in the second round as well. Michael Mary May, Michael Mayer is getting a lot of love. I can see him going top fifteen. Um, whoa, whoa! I don't know. Yeah. About, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see it. I mean, he is. He's. I see a mock to the Cowboys quite a bit actually at twenty six. Do you? Okay. Um. And don't forget about Dalton Kincaid, the uh, Utah tight end. Yep. He's a really good player too. So I think there's some options, Dave, at tight end in the second round where where I think I would wait, probably wait on the tight end situation, especially yeah. because their room is okay now. 
any okay. in, any interest in in buffing up that uh, that offensive line there? No, 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 no. I, I am staying no, away. Darnell might, Wright. No, I I would maybe grab someone in the later rounds. Maybe maybe in your third or fourth round. Maybe get a Just, project guy. I would be okay with it because I feel like they need a succession plan for Taylor Decker. I I I think that um, I mean at some point you got to pay all these guys, right? Like, yeah, you, right. You, I, I would I would be okay with it. Once again, do I think is is it a pressing need? No. But is it a forward thinking need? Yeah, I I, I would be totally okay with that. Um if you got a top tier guy um that's high on high on your board. Brand, I gotta ask. Bijan Robinson. You staying away from him at eighteen. He, if I'm the there. Lions, I'm staying away. Like I think the the backfield is okay enough. I think the David Montgomery signing kind of puts the nail in the coffin there. So I think I would stay away. Maybe I grab someone in the later rounds too. There, I, I don't know. There's and and then okay, specifically for the Lions, this is a deep draft for for running backs as it typically is. I would just wait on that for sure. Okay. Gosh, I have a hard time passing up Bijan. I just got. I think Bijan is like. Sa- Saquon 2.0. When, when, okay, what did you say earlier that Will Anderson was the, the guaranteed can't miss? Yeah. I, I also feel that way about Bijan Robinson. Like, I feel like, yeah, just because he's a running yeah. back doesn't mean he isn't can't miss. Like, I still think he is a can't miss type player. Like, you're going to get. He's probably top five, top five player in this draft. I, that, <laughs> so, that to me is like pretty dang good value. If you, if you can get. A top, yeah. let's just say a top five to eight player in this draft, and you can get him at eighteen. Now, I understand you don't want to take a running back in a first round, and that position has been proven time and time again that you can get him elsewhere. Um, Bijan Robinson, running backs also don't grow on trees. I would not be mad. Now, is it my pick? No, like depending on who's at the board right there, but. If the Lions go and get themselves Bijan Robinson, am I like flipping the table over angry? No, I'm like actually low. (laughs) I'm just low key kind of fist pumping, like oh my. Well, that's exciting too. It's exciting. It's it's like gives you something to look forward to. It's a sexy pick. It is, yeah, yeah, for sure. I like that. Yeah, so I mean, we'll 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 see. Um, I would also be cool with with cornerback right here too i mean you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna get witherspoon or gonzalez there's probably gonna be a run on corners but you get that next year of your joey porter juniors um the banks kid i mean th- there will be some guys that are there that you can get really really good value and get some guys that can contribute right away so brant let's let's go back here you wake up friday morning next week your dream scenario of what happened for the lions is what your nightmare scenario is what? All right, Dave. <laughs> You're going to love this. All right. So at six, it's Jalen Carter. And then at 18, you're sitting there and I watch this dude. And I watch a lot. Okay, so I watch a ton of Big Ten football. And I watch Lucas Vaness join the Lions. And I'm like, did we really just draft this slow defensive end that he does bully ball? I get it. But he's a poor man's Aiden Hutchinson in my eyes. Like, you need to go get the opposite of – well, maybe not the opposite Aiden, but Aiden does a lot of bull rushing. He's still working on his moves. He's not the fastest guy in the world. Like, I want a burner off the edge. Um, And so – or something different. Like, Van Ness, I have no love for at 18. 
and Jalen Carter, I have, I'm out on him already. I told you that. Um, I don't want a defensive tackle at six. So that would be my nightmare scenario. All right. My dream scenario is it's kind of a combo. I, I'll tell you this, dude. Was I supposed to give you my dream scenario too, or you go with your dream scenario, and then I'll give you my dream scenario, and then you give me your nightmare scenario? All right. Uh, let me give you my my dream scenario, okay? Mm-hmm. There are only three names. It's very, mine's very simple at six. There are three names that when I wake up Friday morning that I'm going to be pumped about if the Lions got one of these three names, okay? They are, in this order, Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud, Jalen Carter. If I wake up Friday morning and I've got Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud, or Jalen Carter as the Detroit Lion, I am pumped. Absolutely pumped. And it's possible. It is possible. You might have to make some moves. Likely going to have to make some moves for at least a couple of those guys. Maybe not for Jalen Carter, but I am absolutely thrilled if I have one of those three names on my team. At 18, give me the best Give me the best cornerback available at, at, at that point. Um I'll be happy with that. I'm not super picky. I'll, I'll be honest, dude. If it's Bijan, if it's Bijan Robinson, I, I'm happy. I'm I'm thrilled actually, to be honest with you. Um, so I I have some. I've got room to be happy. There is what I'm saying. They're gonna have options. They are. They 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 have put themselves in a position to get the best player available. They don't have glaring holes on this team. Now they have needs. They have needs. You can talk about linebacker. I mean, Alex Anzalone wasn't like some thrilling signing this year. Like, they've got needs, but they, they've they got some flexibility to, to go and get go and get their guys. So that's, that's my dream scenario. All right, Dave. Let me give you my dream scenario. I Okay, so, so at six, we're moving up. We're going to get Will Anderson. Like I think that's my dream scenario. I don't know how. There it is. That's my anybody, dream scenario too. I don't. I don't know how. I I can't get around. You know, getting away from that. So that means CJ Stroud win it too. Um, and then there's there's a falling of a certain quarterback, and he keeps coming no. down the board. And there at eighteen sits Anthony Richardson, and I'm just no. thinking. Let's just grab, let me just grab that, that clay and let's start molding it into just a future dog. Let's just do this. Let's just get the dude and let's get, (laughs) let's get Jared Goff out of town next year and let's hand this team to Anthony Richardson and let's go from here because he has an absolute cannon for an arm and the dude is raw talent. Brant, did you watch any Florida football this past year? I did. I actually watched like three games, like three full games. He was okay. Yeah. Like people are crapping on him for, I mean, he did have a couple stinkers, but I didn't watch them. Uh, but I watched the full Tennessee game and they were only in that game because of Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yeah. And I mean, it was more of a shootout, whatever, but I, I, I thought he looked really good. And I know they show the highlight film of him circling out against Utah and, and doing all the things. And, yeah, Utah was a highlight game for him. But 
he definitely has ups and downs. Like, there's no doubt about that. C.J. Stroud is a much more consistent quarterback. Bryce Young is a much more consistent quarterback. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing that you can get your future at 18 if he slips to you. And I think that's a dream scenario, man. I mean, you can't be picking 24. He's not going to be, but Brain, he's not going to be there at 18. I, that, that may be your dream scenario, but I don't, that's not realistic. Oh, you don't think that's realistic? No. He's but the Lions... Not- the Lions in the NFC Championship game is realistic for you. I think it is a realistic <laughs> goal. God, we have a lot of time to go back. And forth <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's right. not squat. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, All right. What are we shifting into next? Or are we moving well, on? No, you, my, can I tell you my nightmare scenario? Oh, yeah. We didn't get yeah. to that. I'm sorry, Dave. My, my nightmare scenario is the Lions taking Anthony Richardson at number six overall. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I don't want that either, dude. I'm with you on yeah. that. Yeah, that that's that's my nightmare scenario. Um, I like I don't have my nightmare. If the guy is Devin Witherspoon, okay, um, if that's the pick at six, I am not angry at that. He's about like he's a cornerback I like the best, and he's a Big Ten guy. We got to see a lot of him. Brant, I mean, he was a dog against Michigan too. That was the game Michigan almost lost. Um, yeah. But. He that is not a pick that people are going to be like pumped about. We just got Devin Witherspoon cornerback at six, but I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. So that's not like a a nightmare scenario for me. I get it. I can get down with that with that pick. Um, all right. So good man. So what I heard you say, you're on the Will Anderson train with me. Come on. Yeah. Brother. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I welcome I, aboard. I'm allowed to evolve. I'm allowed to. I'm human. I, I see things. Yeah. I, I, you know, I take in games. I watch the, I watch games. So watch yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They save that drop. Um, right. <laughs> so, so before, before we move on, Dave, I do, I do want to hit you with a trivia time real quick. So, all right. <laughs> I know you love trivia time though. Love it. All right. Since 2002. So the last 20 years, Dave, how many times have the lions picked in the top 10? I mean, that's 20 years. How many times do you think they've picked in the top 10? Here's my guess. (laughs) 12 times. Dang, that is super close. 14, which is even worse. Wow. Wow. That is astounding. Really? One pride. <laughs> and they'll be back there this year, Dave. Hopefully not next year though. Twenty twenty four draft staying out of the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is just I think thank goodness that this this franchise is starting to turn the corner, it seems anyway. <laughs> Competent GM. Fourteen of twenty for the last twenty years. That's absolutely That's atrocious. atrocious. Dude. Um, all right, Brant, let's see what else I have left on this uh, agenda before we get on out of here. Um, so let's just talk draft for, for just a second. Do you feel like this is whether you get your nightmare or your dream scenario come true or somewhere in between? Is it going to change how you are feeling about the upcoming season for the Lions? Yes, 
I think it will. I think I think if there is a dude that you can grab at six or at three, if we move up, if he's an immediate starter, I think it changes your outlook on the season. And I think that could that player might bump you from nine wins to ten wins. Say he bumps you from ten to eleven. I think that it does change my outlook on the season. And especially because you have two first-round picks. You potentially have two starters that are coming in now. Um, I know I talked about Anthony Richardson being at 18 and having to sit a year, and you're only going to get one starter at that point. But I think it does kind of mold, because you have a basically a top-six pick, he's got to come in and kind of be a difference maker, whether that be what is on a grand scale, a half a game or a full game, swinging in the right direction. For a win, okay. I think it does change it. <clears throat> yeah, I I think that um, there's only two players that the Lions can can draft uh, for me in the first round that are gonna really make a significant impact out of the gate, and that's Will Anderson and I still think Jalen Carter, um, even a Tyree Wilson who I think could be very very good. Um, I don't know how much he immediately makes you better. I mean, he's still he's gonna be competing for snaps out of the out of the gate with some of the guys they have. What so. about Witherspoon? You don't think that changes the outlook of the season, or you think he's just kind of a plug and play think, guy from time I, to time? I, I think he's gonna have to grow into that that role. I like he's not a sauce gardener. Yeah, he's right. not a, you know <laughs> he's what I mean? He's the anomaly. Yeah, right, sure. right. So um, I think he has to grow into that. So like, yeah, I, I'm cool with the pick, but I don't think it makes them like immediately better. It doesn't change my win loss projections if they draft Devin Witherspoon, um, draft Will Anderson. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at that D is like, uh, okay. Like he's going to be good out of the gate. So, um, but all in all, I mean, I, and I think this is a, a credit to, to Brad Holmes and this regime. They did a great job in free agency um, and have really filled out a ton of needs that this team has. I mean, it's not perfect. They aren't Super Bowl ready on paper, um, but there aren't a lot of glaring holes on this roster where you're like, oh, man, like they, they got to fill this spot. Like linebacker still the one spot for me that I'm like, yeah, I would. We like got to do something. Yeah, I really wanted like a Bobby Wagner or somebody like that. And backup um, quarterback. We know that. Backup quarterback, yeah. yeah which it right. sounds like they have a plan in place. It sounds that way. Teddy Bridgewater or draft somebody or trade for Trey Lance. Um we'll uh <laughs> we'll we'll see. But um yeah, all in all, I mean, dude, if you're a Lions fan, sit back and enjoy this draft. Um You're in a spot you haven't been in a yeah. long time. Like you, yeah. you almost feel like you got luxury picks in the second round. Like yeah. you can gamble on some guys in yes. positions that you're like, I think this is either going to be really boom or this could go bust obviously. But I mean, you have a chance that you could grab. I know we didn't talk about this day, but you could grab a receiver at 18 if you really wanted to like, or you can grab it in the second round if you really want to. Like you can, there's plenty of things that this team can do uh, that is outside kind of their norm of, oh my God, we kind of have to fill this. We have to fill this. We have to fill this. Right. Right. Kind of just enjoy it. Yeah. This is year, year three, draft three of the Brad Holmes era. And um, we said a month or two ago, this um, off season was going to be critical for Brad. We were curious to see who he could bring in 
how he could fill out this team through free agency and not just through the draft. Although he's proven that he clearly can has a good eye for talent in the draft. And then he went out and did it, man. Like he has filled out this team in a really nice way. I am excited. I will enjoy next Thursday. And, um, you know, when we come back and we record this thing in a, in a couple of weeks, we're probably going to let a week go by right after the draft and reflect on things before we move on to, to season three of garage takes. Like I, I'm excited to see what Brad Holmes does. And there's a piece of me that just, of course you can sit back and just make your picks, but come on. We're all hoping low key that, that we're watching that screen and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you hear, well, we have a trade to announce and you're looking, (laughs) is it the lions? Because they've got the draft capital. And anytime you see Brad Holmes going to make a move, you know, a, you know he can scout talent, and B, you know that he's got a guy that's his guy, and he's on the board right there, and he's going to get him. So I am absolutely thrilled for uh, for next Thursday and Friday, day one and day two, I would say I'm excited for. Dave, before we get out of here, I do have a quick question about draft night, maybe even Friday night. Do we get through the draft, the, at least the first two days, and Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer? No. Okay. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with something weird is going on. I don't know. It's it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's a weirdo. <laughs> it's yeah. the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing in the NFL going right now is the Aaron Rodgers saga. Oh god, it's a mess and it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. It is a mess. No steer steer clear New York. Um <laughs> All right. And also, Brant, last, last uh, but not least, dude, the draft, the NFL draft. Everybody, if you didn't know this, it's in Detroit next year. Yeah, awesome. In twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, I don't even think there are tickets. I, I oh think yeah, maybe a, they're not on sale yet. You just I show guess. up, but oh, you just but, show up and you can go. There? I, th- I think so. I don't know. That's well, what uh, that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound know. right. I don't know. That sounds suspect. He's like talking about standing in the street. I'm sure you could stand in the street <laughs> for free, but like if you need to get. <laughs> <laughs> like inside a building, yeah. Like I don't know. That sounds weird, but okay. All right, all right. Fair enough. We we we'll talk about that at a different time. Uh, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast with a friend too. That would be awesome. Helping uh, helping us grow the show. Leave us a five star review. We appreciate appreciate you all for sticking with us, and hope you all enjoy the uh, NFL draft. We're out of here. Riverside.